May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be always acceptable in your sight, God, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. Well, it's a week since we celebrated the coming of the Christ as a child in Bethlehem. A week or so ago, I was talking about the fact that this year, Advent was about the longest it can ever be. Usually, Christmas interrupts the fourth week of Advent when it comes on a day other than Sunday. But this year, of course, Christmas was on a Sunday, so we got the whole of the fourth week of Advent. And consequently, in this season of Christmas tide, this first week that takes us to the second Sunday in Christmas tide is short, only a week, because the first Sunday in Christmas tide was Christmas Day itself. So on this day, we are celebrating three things. We're celebrating the second Sunday of Christmas. We're celebrating 2023. Happy New Year. And we're celebrating the naming of Jesus, as we heard about in our gospel reading. Christmas tide itself uh, never changes as to how long it is. It's always 12 days, 12 days of Christmas. And then the day after is Epiphany, the celebration of the coming of the wise ones. And they have been moving around the church. I don't know if you've noticed during Advent, but at, at the beginning of our wonderful um tableau that Susan sets up every year. The wise ones were over there and then they moved all the way around to over there and now they've moved to here and they won't arrive here at the manger until the 6th which is Friday? Friday? So by Friday the wise ones will have made it to the manger. So today is the 8th day of Christmas and every day um, during the 12 days of Christmas, we've been celebrating Christmas tide by having morning tea at about half past 10. And uh, if anyone wants to come and share morning tea with us in the other days of this week coming up until the 5th, then we'll be there. Um, tomorrow, of course, we've got our big um, celebration of New Year in the garden at midday. So we won't be doing morning tea tomorrow. We're just doing lunch and a really big one. We're kind of lucky, aren't we, in New Zealand? We have a number of opportunities to celebrate New Year. There's today, of course. There's Matariki in the middle of the winter, the New Year for this land. We have the celebration of the church's New Year on the first Sunday of Advent. There's Chinese New Year, and there are other varieties of times when people mark the beginning, the end of one year and the beginning of another. And that business of looking back at the past year and looking forward into the new one and taking stock, noticing what has happened that's been important, things that we've had to learn from, things that we grieve, things that we want to commit anew to as we move into the new year. So this is another one of those times when we can take that opportunity to consider who we are and whose we are. And today we had as our first reading that Levi read for us that piece from Philippians, the letter to the Philippian Christians, that we also hear on Palm Sunday, the Sunday when we're beginning the journey into Holy Week that leads to the ending of Jesus' life. 
And today we're celebrating the beginning of his life. And those kind of bookends of Philippians being used remind us who Jesus is and whose he is. What is the life that he invites us to by coming and being received into our lives? And so the Philippians reading gives us a kind of a down and up movement. It talks about Jesus not regarding equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptying himself, taking on our flesh, listening and responding to God, even when it means death on a cross. And because this, God has also highly exalted him and given him the name that is above every other name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bend. When we celebrate the Eucharist shortly, we'll be remembering what it is that we are called into and what we want to give thanks to God for, that this kind of exaltation is not a being lifted up into a place that is untouchable. This exaltation is the, the lifting up of our lives, the life of Jesus on the cross, the self-emptying that God invites us to lift our heads to and to embrace. And so if we are to bend our knee at the name of Jesus, it is choosing to be like him, choosing to be with the lowest, choosing to empty ourselves out, to, to give our lives in order for God's life to be abroad in the world. It's not an easy thing to choose to do, but we do it because we recognize that we too are named as God's own. And it is God who is at work within us, within each one of us who choose the name of Jesus to mark us, but also for us as a community of faith, as we choose again and again, year by year, to take this name of Jesus the Christ as our own and to live it out in the world. As is written, God, it is God who is at work in you, enabling you both to will and to work for God's good pleasure. And God's good pleasure is to love and to be loved. We are called to love the world and to be loved by God. The name Jesus is derived from the Hebrew name Yehoshua, or the shortening of it, Yeshua. And this word means to deliver. We hear the angel tell Joseph in the first chapter of Matthew to name this child who is to come Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. And in Luke's gospel, we hear the angel tell Mary to call him Jesus. And so Mary and Joseph hear and obey. They listen and they respond to God and they call their child Deliver or Deliverer. Now, sometimes that word is translated, that deliverance word is translated as a kind of rescue. God will rescue us. God will save us 
but I really like the other meaning of the word deliver, which, if we think back a week, is all bound up in that little baby. A child is delivered. We talk about a mother being delivered of her child. We talk about uh, a, a midwife delivering a child. And Jesus, his name is Deliver. The bringing to birth of life for us. And everything that he will do in his life, including his death and his resurrection, is about bringing us that new life, about delivering us into the realm of God's love. And so we stand at the brink of a new year. We look back and we look forward. What do we choose as we step into 2023? The maker of the universe chooses to step into the specific human life of Mary and Joseph's boy and into the specific human life of each one of us and of the communities in which we live. In response, do we choose to step into the life of God? Do we choose this day to embrace the life of Jesus and his name so that his ways of thinking and acting and being can become ours too? On this day, as we celebrate the second day, second Sunday of Christmas, and we continue to celebrate the story of that vulnerable child born in Bethlehem, God becoming one of us, that we might become one with God. Let us also be ready to step into all that that love calls us to. And I'd like to end with this little reflection from Howard Thurman. He uh, was an African-American theologian, uh, wrote some wonderful theology, was a friend of Martin Luther King Jr.'s uh, father, and, uh, and probably someone who um, influenced Martin Luther King Jr.'s own theology. Some of you will recognize some of these words because another author has taken them and turned them into a song or hymn. But I think they sum up for us what it means to be at this point in the journey of Christmas when we recognize that the celebration of the festival of Christmas may be drawing to a close, but the work of Christmas is just beginning. So Thurman writes, I will light candles this Christmas. Candles of joy, despite all the sadness. Candles of hope, where despair keeps watch. Candles of courage, for fears ever present. Candles of peace, for tempest-tossed days. Candles of grace, to ease heavy burdens. Candles of love to inspire all my living. Candles that will burn all year long. 
When the song of the angels is stilled, when the star in the sky is gone, when the kings and princes are home, when the shepherds are back with their flock, the work of Christmas begins. To find the lost, to heal the broken, to feed the hungry, to release the prisoner, to rebuild the nations, to bring peace among others, to make music in the heart. Happy New Year, everyone.